Thank you for listening to this sermon from Arapahoe Road Baptist Church. We hope you enjoy the teaching of Dr. David Rogers, lead pastor of Arapahoe Road. For more information about our church and its ministries, please visit arapahoeroad.org. And now, here's Pastor David Rogers. What a great message. Today, we have the opportunity to worship Jesus. Uh, I love uh, what Dan said. I echo uh, a hearty amen to everything Dan was saying about hoping you had a great uh, Christmas uh, yesterday and the day before or whenever it was that you were gathering. Uh, maybe you are still anticipating gathering and that, maybe that's happening tomorrow. Great. Uh, man, I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful time with family, with friends. And I always enjoy uh, and, and kind of look forward to the week between Christmas and New Year because I, I don't know about you, but I use that as time to, to reflect on, on uh, yesterday's and also to invest some time thinking about tomorrow's. Um, but I, I want you to know that the title of my message this morning is called Maximizing Today. Would you just say the word today with me? Today. Today. I mean, because of what we celebrated yesterday on Christmas Day, the day that, that, that we just kind of stopped together and we remembered when God came near, that day over 2,000 years ago when Jesus the Messiah was born to save us from our sins. I mean, we, we truly have a reason to celebrate today. And not just today, but, but every day. And to maximize today. And we'll talk about what that means throughout our time together on this special day. If you have your Bible, would you take it, would you open it with me uh, kind of to the back of the Bible, to the book of Hebrews, the last chapter in Hebrews, Hebrews 13. I want us to look at just a couple of verses here, and then uh, in a few minutes we'll go and look at a couple of things that Jesus said in Matthew chapter 6. But let's start off here in Hebrews 13. Hebrews 13, look with me at what the writer of Hebrews says in, in verse 7. Let's focus on verse 7 for a few moments. It says this, Remember your leaders, those who spoke to you the word of God, and consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith. So I think about that, that verse of Scripture. I, I'm, I find myself being really grateful, really thankful to God for influential people in my life, um, beyond my family. My family, as perhaps your family, some huge influencers uh, who've been used by God to impact and influence and shape uh, my life as I've tried to follow Jesus over the decades. Um, but there's also names from outside my family that come to mind, in influential, instrumental men of God, uh, guys like Bob Johns and Neil McClendon and Dave Busby, uh, a, a history teacher in high school named Dale Hollis, um, a man named Ron Cook, Dudley Callison, Dr. Bob Roberts. Those are just a, a few of the names of individuals that flash in my mind when I think of my leaders that God has used to influence me over the years. And one person 
that I've spoken to you about many different times over the years that we've been together, uh, who flashed in my mind as I read that verse was a man named Louis Giglio. Uh, God used Louis uh, to mentor me and to shape me and to help me know how to study God's Word and, and, and preach God's Word and teach God's Word for over the last 30 plus years. And, and Louis said some things to me that I wrote down back when I was a junior in high school, about my, uh, my son's age. And uh, man, I, I wrote those things down and they have impacted me over the decades. I want to share some of those with you this morning as we're in these final days of this one year and, and we're beginning a new year in just a few more days, Lord willing. And, and I've just got this desire to bring a message to you this morning to remind myself and to remind all of us about some truth, and, and the, the truth is this, is that the broad stroke of life is made up of a very significant element called today. Would you say that word again with me to remind us, today? The broad stroke of life is made up of a very significant element called today, and I'm compelled today to to try to reframe that reality for all of us as we wrap one year up and get ready for the next year and to to try to kind of jerk us from thinking about the broadness of 2021, which has been a really tough year for a lot of people, and and to, to jerk us from thinking too much about the wholeness of 2022 and what may be there, and to focus just on today just on today. I did a little math, and uh, if, if you live to be 70 years old, if I live to be 70 years old, do you realize that you or I will live 25,550 days? That's how many days make up 70 years. Now, some of you are going to live that long. Some of us aren't going to live that long. Some of us have already lived that long. If you're already past 70, would you just raise your hand? I just want to acknowledge you. Way to go. You're lapping us out there. Way to go. Yeah, give yourself a hand. You did it. Way to go. Way to go. Think about it. 25,550 precious opportunities that only are going to come along one time, that are not ever going to be duplicated again, they can't ever be experienced ahead of time, they come to us one at a time as a precious gift from God, 25,550 todays that only come around once. I only come around once. So a little more math. If you're 18, you've already used up 6,570 days. You got 18,980 more todays to go that are only going to happen once. For me, just personalize it. I'm 49 and change. Okay. So if I'm kind of looking at that 70 mark there, I've already used up 17,897 days. I've got 7,606 days to go if I get the opportunity, if I get the privilege to live to be 
70. May only have one more day. Only God knows. And as the scripture says, it's God who has numbered all of our days. So, so why am I doing all this math about how many days to age 70? It's because I want us to try to begin to think about our lives and break down our lives and begin thinking about the significance of a single day. Why? Why do we want to do that? Here's why. Because if God can call you, and if God can call me to be on target today, then that means you and I, we will have an impact on our world. Whether that world lasts 10,000 more years or one more minute past this moment, the significance of a single day. And if you and I can focus clearly on today, what we will see is that Jesus thinks today has incredible opportunity. Yesterday's gone, and its unique opportunities are gone. They're gone with it. And men and women, we are not guaranteed tomorrow. All we have with certainty is take a guess today. Just today. So today becomes a valuable thing, does it not? Yeah, it does. And you and I, we, we begin to see something. We begin to see how the enemy works in our lives. And the enemy will try to throw us off and thrust us into the broad, the broad stroke, the broadness of our lives. He'll try to thrust us into the future and focusing on the future. Or he will try to lock us into our past. And you know why he does that? It's so that we will miss out on the opportunity of today, which is all we really have to begin with, the opportunity of, of the present, this moment. Think about this with me. Following Jesus, it has powerful implications in the future, does it not? <laughs> yeah. And following Jesus has powerful implications in our past as well, but think about this, following Jesus is mostly defined in the present. Following Jesus is mostly defined in the present because in the present, that's what we have. That's all we've got. And in our remaining time together this morning before Dan and the team come and lead us in some, some song of worship, I want us to look at just two things Two things together about the significance of this single day and maximizing today. The first thing is this. Today, today we have the opportunity for a new beginning and to experience a fresh start in Jesus Christ. Today, we have the opportunity for a new beginning and to experience a fresh start in Jesus Christ. And some of us could use a fresh start today. Yes? Yes. That's not a trick question. Yeah, absolutely. Today's a great day for a fresh start in our walk, in our faith with Jesus. And the reality for all of us this morning is very simple. And it's this. Many of us who are sitting uh, here 
in, in this space on December the 26th, 2021, you know what? We may be sitting here, but we're really living months or years in our past. There's, there's people that I'm looking at eyeball to eyeball right now or, or that are gathering with us online, hearing my voice, thinking about this with me. And you've not been able to seize the day in a long time. To carpe diem, seize this day. And you haven't been able to maximize even a moment because your life has been lived in bondage to things or to events or to circumstances that may have happened five months ago or five years ago or 10 years ago or 15 years ago or more. And what we would see if we could peel back and look at your heart are scars in your life, hurts in your life, frustrations in your life, maybe built up anger over years that has been residing in your heart and in your life. And if we could see things through your perspective and we were honest, what we would really see are day after day after day after day that are clouded. And, and, and every day's new experiences and new opportunities are clouded because of something that happened in our past. And there are so many that are just in bondage to what happened in a yesterday. And, and a man or a woman, a boy or a girl will never make the kind of impact in this world for Christ. He, he or she will, will, will never really dare to be different uh, unless they allow Jesus to do something significant. And that is to walk with them back through those days of their past and to begin to settle issues from the past once and for all. Think about it. It is Jesus who can, who can unlock us from the bonds, from the bondage from our past. It is Jesus who can unlock us from the, those restraining memories from our past, from those hurts of our past, from our frustrations that started many years ago in the past, from anger in the past, from all the things that went wrong in our past. It is Jesus who can begin to release us from our past. And, and here's why Jesus can do that. Jesus can do that because Jesus is Lord of, take a guess, the past. He's the Lord of the past, and not just the past, but also he's the Lord of the present, and he's also the Lord of, take a guess, the future. Now, why do I say all that? Well, if we keep reading one more verse in Hebrews 13, verse 8... It says something that's vital for us to remember this morning and in all of our days that we walk forward. 
If you want a verse to memorize, this is a great verse to memorize. Hebrews 13, verse 8. Look what it says. It says something unique and powerful about Jesus. It says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So let me just ask you a question. Do you really believe that Jesus is Lord? Again, not a trick question, but something that we all must wrestle with. Do you believe that Jesus is Lord? If the answer to that question for you is yes, then if Jesus is Lord and he is the same yesterday and today and forever, then what that means is that Jesus is Lord of your past, and he's Lord of your present, and he is the Lord of your future. And Jesus, because of who he is, and because of his nature, and and because of his power, and, and because he created time and space, he's outside of time and space because of that reality. Do you know what that means? That means that he is in your past. Right now, he's in your past right now. Wow. And he's also in your present right now. And guess where else he is? He's also in your future right now. That's a lot to think about. After you've been opening presents and are kind of in a fog from Christmas. You're like, wow, I wasn't expecting to use my mind that much. That's kind of confusing. Take a deep breath. That doesn't confuse Jesus at all. He's not confused about who he is and where he is at all. And he's in your past, he's in your present, and he's already in your present future. He is the Lord of your past. And Jesus, because of who he is and his nature and his character and his power, he's in the past, the present, and the future. And so you know what Jesus is doing today? He's just being Jesus. He's very content. He's his heart breaks for the world, but he he's, doesn't have anxiety about the world. Anybody confession, a little bit of anxiety in this world? Maybe just a little bit? Kind of crazy? Yeah. We're perplexed at times. Jesus is never perplexed. We're always saying, man... I wish this hadn't happened, and that hadn't happened, and this was different, and that were different, because if those things were different, then I would be different. And maybe this morning, you're listening to this message, and what keeps coming up to the surface of your heart and the surface of your mind is how you've been hurt in the past. You're going, well, pastor, thank you very much. Now that you mentioned it, yeah. I got a lot of problems with you people. I got a lot of stuff that's gone on. Yeah, there, there is a lot of regret. There is a lot of bitterness. There is a lot of anger. There, 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 there is a lot of hurt there. And I'm not making light of any of that. I'm really not. 
I mean, you may have been genuinely and deeply hurt. And maybe it wasn't fair what happened to you in the past. And when you, when you told it all up, it wasn't right, and it wasn't fair, and it wasn't just, and you didn't deserve it, and, and maybe it wasn't sufficient, or somebody wasn't there for you, or wasn't there enough for you, or they weren't there when they said they would be there. Maybe you never really got loved in your past. Maybe you're still mad, and you've got anger, and you've got bitterness in your heart about something that happened in your past. And I'll tell you this, you play into the hands of Satan who's going to rob from you every day that you ever lived. And here's what's going to happen. One day, according to what God's Word says, we are all going to stand before God Almighty He's going to say, you know, you know, I was Lord of the past. And I was willing to walk with you back through your past and to meet whatever need you had in your painful past and to, to settle your past with you. We kind of play a hypothetical what, what I mean by that. Let's say you're really, really bitter this morning. And maybe you don't say that to a lot of people, but they can just see it in you occasionally that something happened that's fostering what's coming out of you every now and then. Maybe, maybe it was something that happened in your family or something that happened at school when you were little. It could have been the silliest little thing to everybody else, but to you it was a major deal, and you remember it like it was yesterday. You can go back there like that. And when you allow yourself to, there's just this magnificent amount of bitterness that you've been harboring in your life. And it's been building up. And every now and then, when you least expect it, it just kind of shoots out of you and kind of knocks somebody else back a little bit. And I wonder if that's you. If you'd be willing this morning, again, to have a hypothetical, but really a real conversation with Jesus, and say, Jesus, if what Pastor David's saying is true, if you're, if you're still in my past, then let's just walk back to the past together. Jesus and I, we're just going to walk back to the past in our heart and our mind, and we're just going to go back to that moment and stand in that moment of pain. And, and honestly deal with it and say, Jesus, I was wronged right there. And he might say, I know you were wronged. I understand. I've been wrong before too. Others have wronged me. I, I'm connecting with you there. And maybe you'd say, yeah, but that wasn't fair. And he'll say, it sure wasn't fair. I understand that it wasn't fair. <laughs> I, I remember hanging on that cross thinking, this is not fair. 
And then maybe you'll say, yeah, but that hurt me deeply. And to have Jesus say to you, I know what it means to be hurt deeply. And then for you to get your eyes off of that moment and to focus your mind's attention and your heart's affection and the, the eye of your mind and life on Jesus and to go, okay? Well, what did you do, Jesus? And to have him look into your heart <laughs> and to look into your life and say, well, when I was hurt deeply, what I did and what I said was, Father, forgive them because they don't even know what they're doing. And then for Jesus to go a step further and to say, and you know what? I forgive you for the sin in your life that's caused me pain <laughs> because there's some. And for him to say, and you know what? I'm going to give you the power from me to you to forgive that person in that moment or those people in that moment. And for you then to make a choice in your past with Jesus to say, by the power of Jesus, I choose to forgive I, I choose to forgive you, Dad. I choose to forgive you, Mom. I choose to forgive you, brother or sister or uncle or classmate or neighbor or, 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 or co-worker or total stranger, whoever you are. I choose to forgive. And to have Jesus say, now we're getting somewhere. And keep healing that part in your past, but let's walk on back to the present. And some of you are saying, Pastor David, are you saying I'm just supposed to go back to my past with Jesus and just forgive? Well, I'm saying you have a couple of choices. You have the choice to go back to your past and do something that whoever that person or those people are could never do. And that is to yield yourself to the person of Christ and to receive from him the strength to forgive. Or the other choice is you can choose to live your life absolutely bound and chained to all that bitterness. You see, it's not going to do dad any good because dad may not even be here anymore. It's not going to do mom or brother or sister or uncle any good. They may not want to hear any of that. It's not going to do that total stranger who hurt you any good. They're probably long gone by now. It's not going to help them, but it's going to free you. It's going to free you. That choice to forgive 
is going to cut you loose. And then here's what's going to happen. The enemy's going to come whispering. The enemy's going to come. He's going to begin to remind you all over again that you didn't get a fair shake. And and that so-and-so did this or so-and-so did that. And when he does that, when he starts whispering lies to you, you can begin to rebuke him and and have a rebuttal and say, hey, forget so-and-so. I forgave so-and-so by the power of Jesus. And enemy, I've been freed, and I've been liberated, and I have a fresh start to live today. For the first time in a long time, I'm living today. I am carpe diem, seizing this day. As a whole person who's not mad at the world, as a person who has experienced the power of Jesus and what it means to forgive. Let Jesus go back with you, men and women. Let Jesus go back with you, teenager, boy, girl. And let him begin to heal you from those hurts in your past. Tell him where they hurt. Tell him how deeply they hurt. And let him tell you that he hurts with you. You haven't been hurting alone. He's hurting right there with you. And he wants to love you and love those hurts and bring healing and wholeness back to those places. Why? So that you can begin to live again today. And please don't be afraid or ashamed to go, I I conceptually understand that. I may even believe that. But I have a hard time hearing Jesus say any of that. Man, you you may really benefit from a a licensed professional counselor who who can help you walk back to the past. And through the power of God's word, the power of Jesus, through the power of understanding who we are as men and women, boys and girls, help begin to deal with some of those places. If you're going, man, give me that person's name or number. Okay, let's connect. Email me at david at arapahoroad.org. If you're viewing online, uh, drop a, a, a a note in the comments. Hey, pastor, could we connect? I'll be here afterward. Let's connect. I'll I'll help you get connected with that person that can walk with you so that you can start living today. You know what the truth is? A lot of people don't want to go back to a painful part in their past because of the fears of their past and, and, and the mistakes of the past and the pain of the past And those things have made them afraid to to even consider the future. And if that's you, you may be like a lot of people, which are just, you may be in a room full of people, but totally isolated. I mean, we talk about living in community around here, and you're like going, I'll say it, but I'm not doing it. I'm not going to be authentically known, and I'm not going to authentically know others. And and maybe you don't really want to be healed from the past 
Because if you're just gut level honest, you enjoy at least having a disadvantage to point to in the world. Wow, well, Merry Christmas to you, Mr. Scrooge. (laughs) What some people want most of all is just to live with a pity party. They don't want to honestly face the rest of life as a new person. You know why? Because you're afraid to fail. Because when you think about life, all you think about is when you failed in the past. And it's too big of a scary thing to think about the future where you may just fail again. But friends, if you want to take a courageous step, a step of trust, a step of faith in Jesus, walk into that past, walk back to those areas, get with Jesus, and let him begin to settle some things in you. Because here's the deal, when you get with Jesus, you can settle anything. When you get with Jesus, you can settle anything and settle those painful issues with him and then come on back to the present and start to live a new life today. Men and women, I hope, I pray that this morning you'd be willing to move into the past with the, the, the timeless person of Jesus and settle the past so that you would begin to be fit for today and so that you could live today free from regrets and the pain of your past and also so that you could be free from the fear of your future. That leads us into the second thing that I want us to talk about briefly before we wrap our time up this morning. I mentioned a few moments ago that there's two things I want us to look at Uh, that has to do with today. The first thing that we talked about was this right here. Today we have the opportunity for a new beginning and to experience a fresh start in Jesus Christ. Here's the second thing. You may want to take a picture of this. Today you have the opportunity to be able to release your fears about the future. Today you have the opportunity to be able to release your fears about the future. Some of you see yourself really pressed when you start thinking about your future. And you're so anxious about what's going to happen in your life. And you're so concerned about how things are going to work themselves out. And you're so eager to get on with tomorrow that you know what you miss out on? Take a guess. Today. I'm guilty of that sometimes. The, the, the past is not where I get hung up a whole lot. It's the future. <laughs> Some days those get exchanged. I say I don't have any issues in the past. I'm just saying I'm more bent toward what tomorrow's going to bring rather than what yesterday brought. And maybe there's some anxiety there. And we, you just live your whole life asking God what he's going to do in your life tomorrow. Maybe you're so anxious about what's going to happen tomorrow that that's where the enemy has been robbing you of what you could have been enjoying and focusing on, take a guess, (laughs) today, today. Do you know that today is the first installment of your future? 
Think about that. Today's the first installment of your future. And if we were really, really concerned about our future, then that means we're going to be really laser focused on what? Today. On today. Because our future is going to be made up of a whole bunch of todays. A whole bunch of todays. Today is the first ingredient in our future. There's a couple of places in the Sermon on the Mount. I love the Sermon on the Mount. Uh, it's recorded in, in Matthew chapter 5, 6, and 7. If you want to know and hear the heartbeat of Jesus, read through the Sermon on the Mount. I'll give you a big challenge. Read the Sermon on the Mount every day from now to the end of this year and just see how your mind begins to be renewed. And if it's beginning to be renewed, then why not carry that into 2022? Matthew 5, 6, and 7. Listen to what Jesus says in Matthew chapter 6, verses 27 and 34 about having anxiety about our future. Jesus says this in verse 27, Matthew 6, 27. And which one of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to his or her span of life? Give verse 34, therefore do not be anxious about when. Say it with me, tomorrow. For tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Now, now why is Jesus sitting here saying, don't be anxious about tomorrow? Don't, don't be anxious. That's crazy to say, oh, 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 don't be anxious about your future. Don't be anxious about whether you're going to get a job. Don't be anxious about whether you're going to find the, the right man, the right woman. Just don't worry about it. No, G- Jesus isn't insane. Don't give any thought at all. Because go back and read a couple of verses that we skipped over. In verses 32 and 33, he says, For the, the Gentiles seek after all these things. And your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek what? Seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. And here's the promise. All these things will be added unto you. They'll all be taken care of by the God who knows you, who loves you, who believes in you. And who understands where you've been, where you are, and the future that you're headed toward. Let me just ask you a simple question this morning. It's a big question. It's a simple question. It might insult some of you because it's so simple and it's this. Do you believe? Do we have it up here? Yep, there it is. Do you believe that Jesus knows the future? I do too. I, I really do believe he knows the future. Let's change this word, the, to your. Well, now you're getting personal. (laughs) I know. Do you believe he knows your future? Do you believe he knows what you need in the future? Do, Do you believe he knows what's the very best for you? You know, that's something that most of us don't even know. The very best. We might know the pretty good, the not so bad, the better than, but he knows the very best. We don't even know that. We don't even know what is the very best for us, but Jesus does because he knows the future. He knows. He knows. 
Every time we hear those two words, it should set our hearts at ease. He knows. Would you just say those two words with me? He knows. And some of you want to say, and I've got something else I want to say with you, Pastor David. I'm not going to be at ease until I know. Listen, if you knew your future, and if I knew my future, can I tell you what would happen? We would botch our lives up so bad. Oh, my goodness. If God came and said, here's the way it's going to work. You're going to do this and this and then this. You know what you'd say? Oh, no, I'm not. I don't want to do this and this and this. I want to do that and that and that. And we'd be telling God, no, that's not going to work. No, that, no that, that's not going to work. That, I'm not even going to like that. Why are you giving me that? I don't, I don't like that. I like this. Going, yeah, you do, but this is what's best. Yeah, but we would live our life with a yeah, but. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, but. And we'd mess our lives up so bad. And Jesus just says, I know. I know. I know your future. I know what you need. And I'm not going to let you down. I am not going to let you down. I'm going to be right on time. Right at the right place. Right in the right moment doing just the right thing on your behalf. And you may go, well, amen, isn't that great? But if you believe that in your heart this morning, you can just lay down your future. And when you lay down your future, you get a chance to notice something. You get a chance to notice what's happening Take a guess. Today. Today. To notice that there are people in your life today that could have used the word of kindness who needed to be seen, who needed to be heard, who needed to be helped, who needed to be pointed toward that same Jesus who has the power to walk back in your past He can walk back in theirs and settle it and give you confidence for a future that he knows so that you can maximize today. Do do you realize, do you realize what you will receive when you undo both of those hands of your past and your future, you receive the gift of today. And you will become God's man or woman who's able to see the world around you and respond in this day so that another day doesn't just get racked up on the list and passed by in a blur. That unique gift from God called today gets maximized. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Feel free to distribute this recording. 
but please do not sell or alter it in any way. For more information about Arapahoe Road Baptist Church, please visit our website at arapahoeroad.org. Arapahoe Road Baptist Church is located at 2256 Arapahoe Road in Garland, Texas, with Sunday morning worship service at 10.45 a.m. We hope you'll join us this week.